This podcast contains explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Creepy Cannabis Podcast, where we chat all things creepy, cannabis, true crime, paranormal, and weird. I'm Madeline. I'm Rachel. And we're back. Yeah, we're doing it. Guess who's back? We're doing things. Back and We're again. being adults. I have been the most adult I've ever been in my whole life. <laughs> I take care of a whole ass human being now. You do. On a regular fuck. She's staying the night tomorrow night. That's crazy. I love her so much. I would pass away. I know that it's made me realize that while being infertile is hard, also it's a blessing because there are sometimes I basically have her full time and then I'm like, don't have her at all. And I'm like, Whew, I needed, I needed this minute. I needed this split custody. Let me tell you though, she is something else. She likes to be held now when I make food and I have to do it with one hand, like eat on the stove, cooking food with one hand. And today she got fucking flipped out. She's one. She flipped out like a fucking baby Godzilla because I put her down so I could cut up her strawberry because I couldn't do it with one hand. And she said, and like started stomping and like throwing her arms up. And she ripped open the cabinets that have my cans and all of like my pasta and just started ripping them out and throwing them out. And then when she was done her temper tantrum, I was like, you feel better? And then she laughed and I was like, so I was like, okay. So I started singing the Coco Melon cleanup song, and she picked it all up and shoved it back in the cabinet. So Sean came home and opened the cabinet, and a bunch of shit fell out. <laughs> she likes to go in the recycling. We have, like, a bin that we throw all our recycling in, and she, like, splashes in it, and she's like, <laughs> She's such an asshole. I love her so much. Oh, God. See? It changes you. No, it does. Prison changed me, bro. I can't have kids. No, I've listened to every season of Coco Melon on repeat since the day she was born a year ago for at least I mean I could probably sing every word of every fucking song I'm good <laughs> you're like you know what I don't even want a dog right now thank you I can't I could but I here's the thing it's like if it happened to me like like if I found a dog on the side of the road I'm taking it like right if one is bespoke to you right. if it wanders in mm-hmm. you live in an apartment building I think you're safe <laughs> ain't nothing wandering up, up to this level mm. Anyway, my B. So what so, you uh, what you smoking? Strain today, also in recent headlines, a play on the infamous Tiger King. No, except it's T H I A I Tiger King. Oh, I actually um, had a strain the other day, Cambodian Thai. Mm-hmm. and I loved it. Mm-hmm. It made me have the giggle fit so fucking hard. I have never slept better than on Cambodian Thai. I don't know what it is. It felt like it wrapped me up in a warm hoodie. But anyway, so anything with Thai in it, like T-H-A-I, I'm a fan at this time because I feel like they all connect in my high brain. Yeah. I'm not going to drink any more of this because at this point I'm having a philosophical crisis and I don't know why. So here we are. I don't even know what it means. I just know I'm having one. Okay. <coughs> You can't sit with us. <coughs> I'm 
And the only sustenance we have to suck down is our fucking THC drink. Yes. Oh, Lord. Okay. All right. So, Tiger King is a cross between the strains Golden Tiger and Airborne Skunk. It is... It has, like, fluffy... Big fluffy buds. um, And... It's usually, like, 25% um, total cannabinoids, THC, um, and, like, usually around 1% terpenes. Um, I don't have the actual breakdown because I threw out the label. Okay, well, that's great. You know what? Here we are. They can look it up on Leafly. Um, It helps you feel creative. Uh, energized, happy, sociable, uplifting. Um, it has like herbal, lemon, skunky flavor. Um, it does smell good. When smoked. And there's like an aroma of earthy, lemon, skunky, sour. It smells a little diesel to me. Yeah. And lemony and peppery. If you have anxiety, chronic pain, uh, depression, fatigue, headaches, migraines, um, or stress, this could be good for you. I used to have stress before weed. I actually really, really like this strain. I feel like I probably would. So. I had Cambodian Thai and Big Thai, and I liked both of them. You know why Tiger King is back in the news? Oh, yeah, because he's not dead, that one guy. Well, okay. Mike, my friend Mike, called me. I was like... He's alive! And I'm like, um... Who? Jesus? Let me read the article. <laughs> so, the only person who says that he's alive is Carol Baskin. And she says, the only thing that she's said is that the Department of Homeland Security saw him or knows of his whereabouts as, as far back as last year. Okay, but so where's that's... the Department of Homeland Security's quote? Because I don't believe you. I'm not just going off the fucking, uh, the word of Carol Baskin. Like Carol. What? I mean, is she to blame for being basically an influencer and a, a front runner in life? Pixar did not happen. If I don't see pictures of him, he ain't alive. Even pictures, I don't believe that shit. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. So basically, there's no confirmation of his life, just her being like, he ain't dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. Thank you. After Thank, reading thank you. several articles that were all clickbait I that said, found alive. I'm like, where? Where's I can't believe you went through all You really did the most work for all of us. Like, where's the motherfucking evidence? So we didn't have to. Nobody's seen him. Nobody's spoken to him. There's been no word from him. No word from the Department of Homeland Security, supposedly. I'm deceased. So I would like to know. I would like to have the audacity of Carol Baskin. Literally. Just for one day. <laughs> like, supercharge me for one day. Like, I'll eat my words if he is really alive, but I don't believe it right now. I mean, based on what you're saying, no. That's crazy. The fact that we all just were like, yeah, that tracks. Everyone's like, ah, he's alive. <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks for telling us. <laughs> I'm like, where's the motherfucking evidence? Mm, we don't need that. It's 2023, okay? <laughs> that's that's groundbreaking news, okay? I mean, there's in her a mind. song. Carol. Baskin killed her husband. There's wait. <laughs> Can't convince me that it didn't happen. Stop. Is this a TikTok? Yeah. 
How do I miss that? No. Oh my god. Because all I ever see is the Hydra kids, Hydra boy. <laughs> still, still, that rolls no. deep in my veins. It's um, you're gonna want to watch it. Okay, I'll look it up. I'll just look up Carol Baskin's song. Um, or wait, are we talking about Carol Baskin today? No. Oh, okay. That was just in recent news. I legit forgot what. It was what. like in the news yesterday or the day before. I forgot what this episode was about. Um, it is about St. Louis Cemetery. Okay. In New Orleans. Okay, let me adjust. Yeah. Okay. So it's a haunted episode. Okay, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I'm mentally and physically ready. Um, New Orleans, literally one of my favorite cities, easily. Probably the top. Really? Mm-hmm. I just had such a shitty experience there that I can't, like, judge it yes, fairly. Like, it wasn't yes, fair to the city. Did. I feel like I would have really loved it under any other circumstances. Let's go back one yes, time. we should. Yeah. Um, I just love it. Like, you can just walk around with a drink and look at it, all the beautiful architecture. I really liked how in the daytime it was, like, a normal place. And in the nighttime it was, like, we're here to fucking party, bitches. Mm-hmm. Like, every single house. Like, little old ladies. Get your titties out. Get, like, throwing beads and <laughs> shit. Like, Mardi Gras on my ass. You don't need to wait. Yeah. And the food was really good. Oh. The food. food was really good. I am upset we didn't get to go on the I alligator tour. literally walked all the way from my hotel, which we stayed at the Ritz-Carlton. I know. Just so extra. I, I love you so much. Mike gets friends and family discount. Of course he does. Well, his dad. From his dad. But, um... I walked all the way from the fucking hotel to the French Quarter, from, to the French Market, for that alligator sausage. No. And he was not there. That's hurtful. There was actually some spice store. That was the best sausage. You remember that? I don't think I ate it. I couldn't eat it because I was pregnant at the time. It was so good. Yeah. I need to give that city another chance. Like... From your perspective and everyone else's that was there, they got to drink and have a good time. I couldn't drink because I was pregnant. I mean, it was hot as shit when we went, and I had to use the bathroom we were, like, for five going minutes. Into all those restaurants just for AC. Yeah, and the ba- I will say like the one downside is, in my humble opinion, again, pregnancy hormones at the time. However, mm-hmm. everything smelled like piss to me. Everything, everything. However, if you're okay. shit faced drunk having a good time, you're not going to notice. I want to go there because I heard you can go to drag brunch mm-hmm. and you can float in a pool okay. while they do a drag performance at this one hotel and it's like a whatever. And I'm like, let's go yeah. for that. Great. That's what I'm here for. I think that every person mm-hmm. should go to at least one drag show. And there's infinite themes. You can just pick your favorite theme. For sure. If you don't have a good time, you should really evaluate yourself as a person because <laughs> it is the most fun time. I mean, you guys know Sean, right? Sean had a great time yeah. when we went to a drag show. Yeah. Because, like, you're just having a good time. It's Usually fun. there's at least one song by Britney Spears. At least. At least. Beyonce typically features somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it's a good time. And some 80s. Yeah. It's a good time. So let's, let's give it another shot. But yes, back to the cemetery because there's other things. There's spooky things. Yes. So... St. Louis Cemetery. There's actually one, two, and three, but we're talking about mostly one. Okay. Um, It's the oldest and most famous. It opened in 1789, replacing the city's older St. Peter Cemetery as the main burial ground when the city was redesigned after a fire in 1788. And the cemetery is literally called number one? Uh, St. Louis Cemetery number one. Okay. 
And then St. Louis Cemetery, number two, and number three. I see, I see. It's eight blocks from the Mississippi River on the north side of Basin Street, one block beyond the inland border of the French Quarter. It borders um, the Iberville Housing Project, and it's been in continuous use since its foundation in 1789. Oh, like they're still actively burying people there to this Mm -hmm. day. Kind of. Okay. Um, by the late 18th century, the cemetery for the city, um, St. Peter Street, had begun to fill, had begun, excuse me, to fill up, and the town development had reached the site's boundaries. Recognizing the need for a new burial place, uh, they wanted the cemetery far away from the center of population due to fears that contagion and disease spread from the cemetery would infect everyone else. I see. What a time to be alive. Oh, my God. Back when cholera was a thing. Have you ever, do you, like, know about cholera? I've only ever heard of it. I know nothing about it. And I could just be making that. I read, like, a whole book about it in fucking, I think it was high school. Is it, like, a plague? Um, Cholera, it is basically a bacteria that you'll find in water, and it's... (laughs) (laughs) She just knocked her glasses off her face. Please hold. (laughs) Um, but it was in the water, and so you would drink water, couldn't see it, you know, you can't see it, it's like... Microscopic. Microscopic. And it will basically just make you shit and throw up to death. I did hear about it, actually, I want to say on an episode of Morbid, when they were talking about, it was like an older, like an old-timey... England. Yeah, and with the box of chocolates, Mm. and that crazy con artist woman, and she sent chocolates that had, I think, it in it. Can you, could you like weaponize it? I don't know. Or maybe. I don't know. But no. I read about the whole outbreak and she, it was really crazy because people thought like the dirty water that was in the poorer areas was actually the water that was getting everyone sick, but it was the clear water that was in the, the, the richer people were. Oh, that's drinking. crazy. And it was because you couldn't see it. It was microscopic. So I you couldn't tell that it was actually. It's like Giardia for mm-hmm. dogs. I mean, they also get like bloody diarrhea. Like, but it was it because runs, they were literally just pooping everywhere yeah. like there's no I, bathrooms they were tossing their poop like off the balconies like i mean isn't that our golden shower came from too like they would just toss their piss out a window i'm sure they were like it don't have a, a pop really to piss not in. a great time to be there i feel like i remember in the episode the woman was poisoning people and she was covering it hoping because there was an outbreak mm-hmm. of that i feel like oh, yeah. and they were getting like poisoned and they were vomiting and shitting themselves and dying but they were Absolutely dying of not. poison and i literally so, refuse yeah i'm just like no, There's I'm a TikTok I just watched. Just no, I watched a TikTok and it was the best TikTok I've ever seen hands down in my life. And it was this guy talking about like, he was like, what I can't stand is like how much people want to survive. He's like, there are people in these like survival shows literally giving it their all to take one more breath. And I, when he said that, I laughed so fucking hard because I'm like, no, I don't want to stay here for that. No, like, no. Fucking end me no. or take me to another planet. I'm not doing it. And if you come here... And you kill some people and take some people and I'm just left. I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to find it. Where there's a will, there's a way, motherfucker. As long as there's no, like, residual after effects, it wouldn't be too bad to live on Earth alone. After they've destroyed it? Okay, well, what if they didn't destroy all of it? I mean, you're putting a lot of faith in people that are the only person on Earth. world leaders having Twitter wars. Cool. <laughs> I don't think they're concerned about the climate. <laughs> they're busy. Um, so sorry. Proceed. 
So the cemetery. <clears throat> the people so, wanted it far away. New Orleans, the- yes. New Orleans location, obviously being on swampy, below sea level terrain, made it any high ground extremely valuable. So precious high ground would not be designated for the dead. <laughs> oh. The living could obviously benefit from it. So they chose a swampy site on St. Louis Street. Um, and on August 14th, 1789, a new cemetery was created. The cemetery was 40 yards behind the Charity Hospital, which was located on Rampart Street between Toulouse and St. Peter's Streets. So, basically, the weird thing about New Orleans, obviously, because you can't, because of the sea level, you can't bury the dead in the ground. So that's why every single cemetery is mausoleums. My dumb ass has never put that together. Not because if you time. bury them in the ground, the water will just push them right to the top. And it's funny, too, because as you were saying, they were like, we're obviously not going to use the high ground. I was like, what if there's a flood and they pop up? I did think that. But then I forgot that in every... Did you go to the cemetery? I don't think we did. Oh, it was just me and Jim. I think you did the cemetery and the Oops, swamp tour. Well, oh, well. He knows um, what he fucking did. Interesting. Yeah, they're all above ground, so it's all, like, those big... I mean, I totally get it now. Like, from every movie I've ever seen of a New Orleans cemetery, from every episode of fucking Legacies where they went there, or the originals. Yep, so every single... Okay. I mean, that just seems, like, also very expensive. Yeah. Um, But the renowned voodoo priestess Marie Laveau is believed to be interned in the family crypt in this cemetery oh that's cool also delphine lalaurie <gasps> not her the notoriously cruel slave owner is also believed to lie and rest here not delphine that bitch mm-hmm. that fucking bitch um architect and engineer Benjamin benjamin latrobe was buried um there after dying from yellow fever in 1820 sucks yeah. i don't really know what yellow fever is i don't know either it just sounds like something i don't want yeah it's like a pass for me no um while doing engineering work for the new orleans waterworks company um in 2010 actor nicholas cage purchased a pyramid-shaped tomb to be his final resting place didn't know that good old nicky cage bail pyramid he would I know he would. He's just living. Um, but yeah, reportedly phantom figures and yellow fever victims um, stalk the rows of crypts at night. So that's really fun. Maybe we'll go there and see if one of them will take us off this earth. <laughs> the most famous ghost to be seen within the cemetery is that of Marie Laveau, um, commonly known as the Voodoo Queen. She was born in 1801 and would become the most revered voodoo practitioner in New Orleans history. Um, she practiced practiced fortune telling the occult and she worked with herbal remedies i mean so basically me yeah i mean i don't sell fortunes but like i collect rocks (laughs) and sometimes i drink tea Mm -hmm. yeah Um, (laughs) i like how maddie's trying to support me she's like yeah that's real close (laughs) good job exactly the same (laughs) (laughs) did my best Oh my god. I need um, to keep it together. I'm sorry. So her fame grew, um, and she 
apparently gained unimaginable strength. And legend had it, has it that she knew all of the secrets at all levels of society. Whatever that means. She had all the secrets. What do you mean? She knew all the shit. Bob Her hair was big because Jess. it was full of secrets. <laughs> she doesn't even go here. <laughs> um, as hordes of people fawned over her, begging her to help them with their problems or to assist them in their own rituals and spells, she was basically the go-to voodoo pra- practitioner in New Orleans during the 19th century. Um, her ghost has reportedly been spotted in many locations throughout the French Quarter, including meandering down the street past her old house at 1022 St. Anne Street. Street? Why did I say it like that? You're doing your best. <clears throat> I am. She'd... Um, she was most recognized by the red and white turban tucked around her hair and by the brilliant, brilliantly colored uh, clothes that she would always wear. Um, but every time people try to follow her, she disappears right in front of them. I think we should go. And we should stay at these places and we should record episodes there. I've decided. Mm-hmm. I want to see this bitch. Yeah. I'm going to be like, but while you're here, tell me what's going to happen to me. Tell me. Tell me it gets better than this. And she's going to be like, I see Twitter. TikTok. <laughs> it's in my mind's eye. Um, within the cemetery, individuals have reported seeing her ghost walking through the tombs. Um, as for those willing to risk um, the disregard of her beliefs or religion, reports exist of people um, being scratched, pinched, shoved, or shoved to the ground while they're trying to follow her. And as they say, it's not always, she's not the friendliest of spirits. I mean, bitch hasn't killed anybody. She just doesn't want you in her grill. Yeah. I think that's fair. She's just trying to go for a stroll. Um, I feel like Sean is out there watching wrestling. Like, I feel like that's the only thing that would have a commentator that loud. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm glad we cleared that up. Apparently people have, like, vandalized, done a lot of vandalism um, of her tomb. Uh, one time they painted it, the whole thing, like, bright pink. That's so fucked up. Yeah, so basically then they, New Orleans closed the cemetery off to the general public uh, in March 2015, and today only people on licensed tours may proceed inside. I mean, good for them, though. They're like, you know what, you're not going to destroy our shit. Yeah. Um, so even with the changes in policy, it's not stopped guests from experiencing visiting the tomb, um... Visitors have reported all sorts of paranormal happenings while trying to interact with the voodoo queen. Um, People say they feel touched. They get unexplainably ill. They'll hear voices emanating from inside the tomb and um, have been said, it has been said to happen on occasion. I feel like I just so desperately want to experience a haunting and I know I shouldn't want to, but I just like have to see things for myself and I just want to see it. I want to see some shit I can't explain. Except for not the stuff that happens in my house. Um, but there's a couple other ghosts that are also reportedly seen at the cemetery. And one is the spirit of Henry Vignet. I'm just going to say that. feels right. Like that. It feels right. Um, it keeps telling me my heart rate is too high. <laughs> You're getting worked up on this episode, girl. I think it's um, 120. <laughs> That, I don't know what That's a good unnecessary. one is. Um, so his story is pretty tragic. 
he was a sailor during the 19th century and basically had no home to speak of. He was a nomad, kind of traveling around, sailing on the high seas. He was a pirate. Pirate's life for me. Yeah. And in New Orleans, he made his home at a local boarding house. But he was consistently worried about um, his important papers uh, while away from the city. So uh, before departing on another voyage, he asked the owner of the boarding house to keep his papers if he died. And it included his family's like information and paperwork and all that oh, shit. Oh, maybe just like his lineage and stuff, yeah. So... <laughs> basically while he was at sea the owner sold his family tomb which like the paperwork was included in that and he discovered her treachery when he returned to New Orleans um, he was never able to rectify the issue um, and basically right after he came back he fell ill and died I hate people but obviously his tomb had been sold, and there was no money to build another one, so his body was buried in an unmarked grave in the pauper section of St. Louis Cemetery Number 1. That's so sad. How do you sell somebody's literal deathbed? I know. That's nasty. I... Um, although his body was laid to rest over a century ago, his ghost is still seen wandering the cemetery. He's described as being tall with blue eyes, and... Um, it appears that visitors of the cemetery have actually spoken with the ghost and he'll just walk up to Taurus. The apparition asks if they know where the tomb is located because he's having trouble finding it himself. No. That makes me sad. But it's not his tomb anymore. I know. Um, I'm going to tell him to go into the light. His ghost is even turned up at funerals, appearing behind the grieving to ask if they... There might be any more room in the tomb for him. <gasps> I'd be like, yeah. yeah. Haunt that bitch. Go ahead. Come in mine. Um, apparently his apparition has been caught on camera. And so has the distinct sound of a male's voice on an EVP proclaiming, I need to rest. This is like a, I feel like that's like a real ghost. Like that's, that's a real that. lost soul that's like dead ass can't move on because this bitch sold his tomb literally she sold his fucking tomb her kids or family should do the right thing and put one in there for him and i bet you the haunting stop um then there's also another ghost um a ghost i guess it's just called alphonse okay so (laughs) Sure. The spirit of Alphonse is just trying to find a place to rest his soul as well. And his spirit has been known to take a visitor's hand in as he pulls them to a stop. No. Smiling widely, he asks them to bring him home. <sighs> I don't know why his scares uh, me. But what home is that he speaks of? That remains unknown. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay, I'm really creeped out. Although like his that. apparition has been seen gathering flowers off the other graves and placing the offerings on his tomb... So he's just a real trickster of that one. That's the Loki of that cemetery. Um, It's thought that he might have been murdered or betrayed by someone um, for every time a visitor steps near the Penide family tomb, he appears to warn them to stay away. I can't tell. I feel like that one's more mischievous. Like, it's just fucking with people. No. 
Um, apparently, during the 1930s, a taxi driver picked up a young woman in a white dress who hailed a taxi outside the gates of the cemetery. She slipped out of the darkness and into the back seat, asking the driver to take her to an address um, far away. When they arrived, she instructed the driver to approach the door and ask the man of the house to come out. He did that, and basically, like, the guy answered, and the driver explained the situation, and he said, not again. No. And apparently, his wife died years ago and was buried in the cemetery in her wedding dress and has made it a habit to cab it back home every so often. No, she's just like, who's paying for this? Sure enough, when the driver opened the back door, the passenger was gone. And that is why taxis do not pick up fares outside the cemetery anymore because they don't want to get stiffed. Stop it. I would dress as a whole ass ghost and pull some shit right? like that. I'd come back and pay you after. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, it would. Um, Not again. But yeah, like I said, as of 2015, it's closed to the general public. You can't go in there. Um, and yet they are charging tour companies $4,500 a year for access for short periods of time. And families who own tombs can apply for a pass to visit. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So it's hard to get in. I mean, I guess, like, if you're going to desecrate people's literal burial sites. Yeah. It's the least that could happen. I'm just waiting for them to officially find Cleopatra's tomb so I can do an episode on that. I'm just, like, ready. I feel like they're in the right spot. Um, But, yeah, it wasn't a long episode. That's Uh, neither here nor there. It was an episode. Spooky. It was scary and <laughs> sad. It I pulled at the heartstrings. I would be freak the fuck out if I saw anything. I would I not. Would not be well. I would run away. Because my house was already haunted by what I uh, thought was a very hateful, malevolent bitch. No, those to- those stories scare me. They do still scare me because it's very bizarre to me how it just happened and then just stopped happening. Weird. But <laughs> that's no matter. That's just a situation for another day. Someone else, another time. <laughs> okay, bye. Oh. oh, no? Bye.